This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. What up, what up, what up? It's Dee Dee. Um, yeah, I'm by myself this week. The dolls are busy. It has been such a busy summer. Shout out to my girls, TT and Gigi. There's a lot going on. We're we, we doing some things, but we wanted to make sure we gave y'all an episode. So it's just me by myself this week. As always, like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You can reach us at Oprah Rose Show on the Twitters or the Oprah Rose Show on Instagram. Look, I know you ain't seen your favorite Instagram stories, but I'm telling you the dolls are busy. It's been a busy summer, but we wanted to make sure we give y'all an episode every week because why not? It's always some shit to talk about. There's always some shit going on. So because it's just me by myself, I'm like, Let's just break out what's going on in the neighborhood. A little neighborhood talk, no pun intended. This is not a this is not an ad, but the neighborhood literally be talking. It's just so much getting going on. Um, so let's get right into it. Woo! Biden signs an executive order. I'm a class. Joseph Biden Jr. has finally woke up and signed that executive order today. Today is Friday. We put that episode out a little late, but I don't even care because we wouldn't even been able to talk about this. And so he signed the executive order to protect access to reproductive health care in the United States. If y'all can remember, just two weeks ago, the fucking Supreme stupid ass court had reversed Roe versus Wade. But this executive order essentially reverses the reversal. Um, And so the order will protect access to abortion, access to contraception, and to accurate information on reproductive health care and emergency access, anything related to productive health, just to name a few. It's amazing. I just couldn't believe, like, that shit fell on my birthday when, you know, the reversal of Roe v. Wade. And it's, like, just such a disgusting, you know, reversal. And, like, why is this even something that we are discussing you know, something that we decided on back in the 70s. And we're talking about women's bodies and their choice and what they can do. And it's like, we got to separate the idea of church and state. Like they are not one and the same. We cannot talk about, you know, pro-life ideas, ideals that are, you know, very rooted in the Christian community informing the way that our politics are. It's just like not fair if, if we are the United States of America. Um, and child, guess who was out of hiding? Kamala Harris herself, if you remember listening to last week's episode, we, we was doing a Where's Kamala search. 
Um, sis ain't really been there, ain't really been doing much, but she was there standing side by side with Joe, was giving Nicki Minaj and Chris Brown, with you right by my side. Um, so yeah, so Kamala's back. Obviously she's back because, you know, this is the time to show up. <laughs> Round of applause for Kamala showing up as well. Um, so yeah, shout out to Biden for doing that, signing that executive order. Um, I mean, personally hearing the news that that was even a thing to be concerned about, a thing that was even going to be reversed. I never thought that Roe v. Wade would be reversed. I don't think I've ever even experienced having the Supreme Court reverse a ruling before, let alone something that was just so disgusting and has, you know, it, it, I shouldn't be talking about this. Like, it, it shouldn't be something that we're even discussing. It, it's a matter of fact thing that women should be able to choose exactly what they want to do with their bodies. And so bravo to Biden for signing that executive order. He also added that if a bill comes across his desk that um, will you know, kind of reverse what he is proposing in his executive order, that he will veto it immediately. Um, obviously that would require the House putting up a bill. The House is, if you don't know, is majority Democrat at the moment. And so I don't even believe that a bill will come across his desk that is from the Democrats, because if the Republicans did decide to draft the bill that talked about abortion and access to contraception, that the Democrats of the House would veto it themselves. So that wouldn't even come out of the House as it stands, uh, which should implore you all, this is my ad, to go get registered to vote, make sure you're voting, make sure you're voting in local elections, because this is when it matters. This is when you know, if you don't vote in your local elections and they vote in these different um, House representatives that can turn the House into a Republican House, this could very well go up from the House to the Senate. The Senate is majority Republican. So we have to be paying attention to that. That is a very important in terms of the bills. Um, congrats. I'm excited about that. I, I just didn't know if they were going to do anything, but I'm glad that Joseph biden woke up so that is what's happening um whoo happy for my ladies what's next oh y'all are going crazy about this one twitter circles um finally twitter steals something from somebody because instagram been stealing stuff for years um twitter has twitter circles which is if you know what uh, close friends is on instagram it's basically the same thing um, I guess this is replacing uh, the fleets, rest in peace to fleets, that Twitter had for a while. I really don't understand why they had fleets. I mean, that was them stealing from Instagram again, but stealing like the story aspect. But it's like Twitter is a is a, a form where you, you type, um, you send GIFs and images and videos. It's not something where you tune in for the video, but it can be a part of what you are saying. But there's a lot of typing that happens on Twitter. Um, Twitter's probably my favorite social media, but um, the Twitter circles is finally out for everyone. It's out of beta. I personally had circles like months ago. So for me, it was like, oh, cool. Everyone else is catching up. <laughs> um, but it is basically close friends for your Twitter account. And so it's been kind of funny just seeing like everyone tweet like, oh, if you have circles, add me to your circles. If you don't add me to your circles, I'm going to follow them and like, really like y'all don't really be even doing nothing on close friends on instagram you're not typing something crazy on twitter um yeah so 
it, it's interesting because I've been using it for a while. And so kind of seeing how everyone is using it has been funny. And so the same day that circles became wildly available over on gay Twitter, there was this viral tweet that literally everyone was talking about in their circles. And so let me read this crazy tweet because I am still baffled that somebody would even put this out in the atmosphere or something that they want to talk about, let alone have people have public discourse about, okay? So the tweet says, I had a nigga come into my room, sit in my bed, light a crack pipe that was like a Newport 100. He gave me some of the best head ever. So hey, do whatever suits you. Just don't expect me to partake if it's not my choice of drug. I'm a pause. Let me get some water. Because I'm still pausing. <sighs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Who would even talk about the fact that somebody gave you hit while they were on crack? Mind you, when I think of somebody taking crack, and this is no shade to anyone, I guess who's taking crack or like those people who have taken crack, there's always like a nod. Like when I see, used to see the shit in Baltimore, if I see the shit of people like I'm assuming on crack in, in Harlem on Linux, they don't seem like they're coherent in the sense of being able to give someone fellatio. So what made you sit there and be like, yeah, but you can still do it even though you just did this crack. It's given, you did this crack, nigga, you need to get out. Even when he pulled the shit out, cause you got to see them put the rock in to be able to smoke it and all of that. Like, did you get a little whiff of it? Did you take a hit too? Like, and I know this young man who, who tweeted this, so I'm not applying that you are doing the said crack. But I would have never discussed this, let alone let someone give me a hit that's doing crack. Definitely not my choice of drug, not my choice of, um, you know, just public. Um, I don't even know the word I'm trying to use, but like, I just don't, don't know that I would be tweeting about this in a public forum. But, you know, these are this is Twitter. Twitter is meant to, I guess, rough, ruffle the people's feathers, if you will and have us talking about things and retweet, quote tweet, and comment about the things that um, we relate to or excite us in some sort of way. So there was a lot of Twitter circle discourse about this particular tweet. It actually happened the same day that circles became available. So it was like, this was the one that kind of had everybody talking in various channels where they, I guess you didn't want people to see what you had to say about it. So you wanted your circle to kind of a pine and have something to say about it, but I, I wouldn't never tweet it to shit, let alone got the head. So shout out to him. Um, but all I have to say is that black people just never take anything serious, which leads me to my next one. All right, in New York, there was a, um, there was a video that went viral on Twitter as well about this uh, young man who, I guess his girlfriend's EBT card didn't work for a bag of chips. And he decided to attack the fucking bodega worker. Like, I love my bodegas and I love the young men that, and older men that be working at the bodegas because they be looking out. Like, even when I go to the one down the street from me, they know my dog, I'm always in there with my dog kind of thing. And it's like, why would you jump over the counter and attack this man because your girl's EBT card isn't working? But unfortunately what happened is it resulted in um, this young man being stabbed by the bodega worker. And what the security footage looks like is self-defense because he was being attacked by this young man, but black people never take anything serious. So oh, this young man was wearing an Ameri shirt 
and Amari was trending on Twitter be, because he was wearing an Amari shirt. Nothing about the stabbing, nothing about the bodega, just Amari the word tweet, uh, trending on Twitter. And apparently the shirt was fake. So people were just like clowning this man about like, damn, over a bag of chips and a fake shirt. And I was like, why don't we ever take anything serious? So this happened, the horrible mayor of New York, I won't even mention his name, um, has, is also claiming that this was self-defense. Right now, the bodega worker is facing second-degree second murder charges. Um, I even watched the footage myself, unfortunately, and watching it, I was like, this is clearly self-defense because there's no reason he should have jumped over the counter, attacked him, chastised him, beat him up in a sense, um, and not had any sort of repercussion. Like this man didn't know if he had something on him. And so he was protecting himself. Um, but we, people, we got to take things more seriously. Like that's, we got to, yeah, like we, that, that is not the basis. This was his shirt. And uh, it's just sad for everyone involved. And um, yeah, shout out to our bodega workers because they be looking out for us. Love me a good chopped cheese. Oh. <sighs> Now, what is going on over in Russia with my sister, Brittany Graner? Um, free our sis. She is still locked up in Russia since February. This is, uh, this is completely outrageous. As a avid um, smoker, shout out to Backwoods. You know, if TT was here, she'd be like, I got all of that booty-licious bubble gum. I got all of delicious flavors of that booty-licious bubble gum. Um, but um, this is sad. Like, my girl Brittany is still over there locked up in Russia for having illegal vape cartridges in her luggage. Um, but she told Russian court there was no intent to break the law. Um, she says she's packed in a hurry and that the cartridges were accidentally in her bag. Now, the accidentally part is what's key to what we are talking about in regards to her trial right now. Because if she had pleaded not guilty, experts say that she would have been seen as kind of spitting in the face of the system. Remember, this is Russia, okay? This is not the U.S. that we're talking about. So that move could have pushed the courts to give her the maximum sentence of up to 10 years in prison. So it's almost like she had to plead guilty, right? By saying she didn't mean to break the Russian law, it allows the courts to show her leniency, obviously, if they choose to. Um, but, you know, part of it is, you know, I was packing in a rush. I didn't know I had these on me. Um, because they're trying to say that she had intent to distribute. So Rayner has another court appearance next week. Meanwhile, the U.S. government is trying to negotiate her release while the case plays out in court. The supporters are calling on the U.S. government to arrange another prisoner swap with Russia for her release, but it's still TBD. Um, that happens a lot in the government where we'll have, you know, people that we've locked up from various countries. And if we want to do a swap to get a U.S. citizen, uh, we'll do a swap um, for them. But obviously, there's a lot going on between Russia and Ukraine right now. And we've obviously been supporting our, U our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. And so this is kind of a very interesting time for this to happen because uh, it's, it, it's hard for probably the U.S. to really, you know, want to give a Russian, um, someone that's Russian that's locked up and for Britney, but they should, you know, like without question, it should happen but also there's a war happening between Russia and Ukraine and we're supporting Ukraine. So it, it, it makes it into a, you know, a sticky situation. That's how sticky it gets. And so that's if they choose to. Um, 
her wife said that Britney's struggling every second that goes by. And I'm sure she is. Like, I wouldn't wish jail or prison on anyone, um, especially if they don't deserve it. In this case of someone who, you know, takes, has pens, it's ridiculous. So, you know, my favorite platform, Twitter, always got something to say. So Twitter's like, you know, according to Britney's coach, if it were LeBron, she would have been home by now. And so people are like, pause, hold on now. Let's really talk about why this is happening. And it's like, no, LeBron wouldn't because LeBron would never be in this position in the first place. And we're not talking about the drugs. LeBron isn't forced to go into a hostile country and play ball in their leagues for extra income. Britney makes 220K a season. LeBron makes 41 million. That is the real angle that no one seems to want to discuss, which is raising more questions about how the WNBA does not pay its players the same wages that they pay the men of the NBA. So these women will play professionally in the U.S. They'll play in the WNBA. And on their WNBA offseason, they have to go to these European countries and play professionally to really make a living wage for themselves. And it's, it's kind of disheartening to see. And Brittany isn't the only one that's doing this, it's many of them that are going over to Europe and, and having to do this. So it raises a larger question around, you can't compare the two because if even if it we're not talking about somebody on LeBron's, you know, I guess stature level pay, pay bracket or whatever, um, they don't have to take their summers off and, and go over to Europe to go play. If they decide to play in Europe, they're playing exclusively in Europe, they're not doing both. So it just raises the question around why do we not pay women equally? Why? Even in the WNBA, where we can have sponsors, advertisements, you know, the whole nine and pay them equally. We don't. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And so with that, I'm going to light my um, sweet aromatic backwood, you know, and, and, and light one in the air for my sis, Brittany, because my heart is with you. And I just feel really bad that this is happening. And I hope that you come home soon. It has been too long. It's been six months now that you've been over there um, in a country that's in war, that is using her as a pawn almost to the US to be like, hey, we got one of your basketball players over here and she's a woman, like, what are you gonna do? So it's crazy that she's being used that way. And I, I feel really bad and, and my heart is with her and her family and hopefully she's home soon. Um, guess who's back outside? Our girl Rihanna, bad girl Riri. She's been supporting her baby daddy, ASAP Rocky, during his Rolling Loud tour. Um, this week she's been in Portugal. And child quiet as it's kept. They over there cheering louder for her than they were Rocky. I, I didn't I didn't say that. I just wrote it and I was just right, I was just reading what I wrote. Um, but <laughs> the videos I've seen, whenever Rihanna comes to the side of the stage to watch her man perform, it's given. Ah! All the people are going crazy. Um, but I want to ask y'all, what's your favorite Rocky song? And I'll pause. No, you cannot say fucking problems. That is not, nope. Which another one? I'm waiting. Okay, while we wait. Um, speaking of fashion, Fashion Doll Northwest took over Paris Fashion Week. Now this little girl is really her father's child. Like crazy, really her father's child. It's crazy. I didn't realize personality it can be genetic, but I'm. Uh, she shows that personality can be genetic. Um, North wore her dad's famed pastel varsity jacket to Paris Fashion Week, and 
was in all the headlines, all the photos. It was all over Instagram. Um, Kanye previously wore this jacket at the 2008 American Music Awards. Baby, when I tell you these children are sitting on some archives and some archive pieces, um, even watching, you know, Keeping Up with the Kardashians on Hulu this past season, Kim takes you into her archive, like, which is insane. Everything is obviously in plastic or in boxes, and it has a photo of what's inside the plastic, as well as a card that tells you exactly when she wore it or what she wore it to. And every, it's like everything, she kept everything. It's, it, it, I mean, her archive is amazing. So I know if hers looks like that, Kanye's is probably two times um, what that is as well. So I really cannot wait until North is like 15, 16. And she starts pulling archive Kanye West, the, the women's ready to wear from 2012. So this was like, I think this was Kanye's second brand because technically Pastel was the first one and it, it didn't really take off. And then the, the Kanye West brand was a women's wear brand. And he did, I think he did two shows for that. But the first one was um, the fall ready to wear for 2012. And there was a lot of leather, a lot of fur, but them shoes, I'm wagging my finger, those shoes. Yeah, I know North is going to pull those out and really like have a revival for, for that brand because I really like the stuff. Like I remember Chanel Iman was like one of the, the models in that and she looked really good in the clothes. Like if y'all don't remember the Kanye West women's ready to wear from 2012, Google it, look at the images. I think Vogue has all the runway um, looks from that on their site. So it's really good to look at. I think my favorite North moment from Paris was when she was at the Gaultier show with the sign that said stop. Um, I, I guess it was the, um, the, not the pamphlet. What, what would you call it? Not the pamphlet child. Um, the run of show, uh, whatever. And she wrote on the back of it to say stop. And I think the idea was that she wanted people to stop taking photos of her and focus on the show. This is a nine-year-old we're talking about. I'm telling you, to be that famous at nine years old, um, yeah, she's, I mean, talking to the paparazzi, she, child called him homeless. Cause they always waiting for her. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. All right, moving right along, new music. Okay, so we got some new music out, y'all. I mean, it's new music every day at this point. Um, I feel like it's so much new music to consume. Like I'm always asking people like what they listening to and they'll tell me and I'm like, oh, I gotta get to that. Or, oh, I didn't listen to that yet. Um, I'm a type of listener where like, I like singing along to stuff and so, Part of me is like a laid back catalog listener in the sense of I like things that I already know because I like the familial feeling. I like to sing along to the lyrics. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like new music. And if I really fuck with it, like I'm gonna learn the lyrics because, you know, shout out to the streaming services and, and having the lyrics because it's, it's just easy for, for me to look at the lyrics and learn it. I'm gonna tell you one song that I'm really paying attention to and trying to learn the lyrics is Burner Boy. Shout out to Burner Boy, who potentially got the song of the summer with Last Last. Last Last. Now everybody go chop breakfast. Um, so I've been looking up those lyrics. Shout out to Tony Braxton, he, um, who he samples on that song. Um, he came out with his album this week, and I'm sure Six Six Poppy will be blasting it all next week in anticipation for his birthday. Um, he posted it on his story recently, and I was like, oh, that's the shit, too. Let me learn these lyrics, because I know you about to blast this. Um, Brent Fayez is back with Wasteland, all caps. Um, shout out to a 410 native. I think he's from Columbia, Columbia, Maryland. 
Um, so yes, he. Um, I, I do got a bone to pick with you, Brent. For one second, um, let me pull in closer. How you put gravity on the album? Gravity, the song featuring Tyler the Creator. Um, but you didn't put on wasting time with Drake. That's my shit. If you're gonna waste your time, then waste your time with me. I'll be honestly. That's can we talk? Um, so I gotta get into to the new album, Wasteland. It literally just dropped today. People are really fucking with it. People love them, some toxic Brent. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna listen to that. Um, Sierra put out a new single. <sighs> Ciao. Um, we're also three week countdown to Renaissance. Beyonce, you stole my album cover, sis. Um, we was on the same wavelength with that silver, with the silver idea and that whole thing. I mean, sis stole my album cover. I'm, I'm about to send my cease and desist. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I bow down to the queen. So I cannot wait for Renaissance to come out. Um, act one. Um, there's been so many memes and about Beyonce dancing with her horse. If you know, if you know me personally, you know I I love the song Diva. I think that Diva will be one of those Beyonce songs that she will always perform. It was not a hit at all, but everybody knows that fucking dance break. And it has changed over the course of how many years have been? I mean, that was 2008, right? So we talking about um, a good 10, 10 years, 12 years, um, 14, damn, wow. So yeah, that dance break has changed. Um, so I'm excited for act one. Um, I'm pretty sure there'll be like, if you know anything about Beyonce, you know she loves number four. So in my mind, I'm like, there's four acts. There were four of the, the little mystery boxes that y'all bought. All the mystery boxes are sold out. Um, I'm sure the fourth one probably sold out first because if you know anything about her, she loves the number four. I did buy the vinyl. Um, I was like, at least I know what to expect with the vinyl. I'm sure the mystery boxes will be dope, but I did want a piece of history to get a piece of that. Um, Break My Soul, Beyonce got her first number one on Billboard for the um, Hot Dance Electronics. So shout out to her for that. I'm pretty sure it'll hit number one on Billboard as well because we haven't gotten the video yet. Like, sis is really giving us a rollout. Like, this is like, you know, you get everything in pieces. Like, Beyonce before for like the last, what, four projects, technically, if we include um, the Carter's album as well as uh, Black is King, you know, between the four, like we've gotten everything. Wow, another four reference. We've gotten everything all at once. We got every song, we got every video. And so I think she took a step back and was like, I'm actually show y'all a marketing campaign because everybody was doing these surprise drops, even Drake, even the rap Beyonce himself. He just recently did one with um, Honestly Nevermind. And so I like the fact that she's like, actually, we need to get back into our marketing bag, okay? And so hopefully all y'all take suit because y'all y'all not Beyonce and y'all can't be doing these surprise drops. We need bits and pieces, damn it. It's a lot of music coming out. I need to ingest this shit. Um, so I'm excited to see what will come out there. But yeah, let us know like what new music are y'all listening to as well? Um, Hot shit, Cardi B came out last week, Up Remix or Reloaded, I'm joking. But a lot of people said that it sounded like Up. Um, I thought Dirk did an amazing job on his verse, Kanye. Um, who else came out? We got City Girls and Usher, Good Love. <laughs> uh, 
Usher did an amazing, amazing job on his tiny desk. I mean, probably my favorite tiny desk. Um, he let Superstar have its moment. Like, I really wish Superstar was a single. Um, even the interlude, okay? Like, Superstar interlude into the song, transitions, transitions. So he did an amazing job. And shout out to Usher's hairline. I had tweeted about that. Like, this man has had the same hairline since he's since we since we've seen him since he was like 16 that is a feat in itself okay so applause to that um who else came out um did y'all get into scissors control deluxe um i did see people talking about when it initially came out but i know tread carefully is is one that people really fucks with um my favorite was 2 a.m um i had really liked that one um scissor you playing with us you was like, we really like this album. We throw, let me throw some more tracks at y'all. We want the real album, sister. Give it, just give it, just don't do a surprise drop now, but just give it to us. At this point, we really want it. Um, Calvin Harris is back to take over the summer. Um, if you remember a funky bounce, and a funky bounce, I think it was called last year, uh, two years ago. Um, Love the songs that he did then. And so he's back. Um, he has a new song with 21 Savage. That's how. Um, which is really good. It's called New Money. Um, funky Wave Bounces, Volume 1. Yes, that's what it's called. So we get in Funk Wave Bounces, uh, Volume 2, pretty soon. Um, Chris Brown. Okay, skip. Uh, Gibeon. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I got to go back to Chris. I'm sorry. Shout out to Gigi because she is Chris Brown Hive. I would be remiss if I didn't spend time talking about Chris. Um, apparently, um, Chris Brown fans are saying like, you know, y'all be complaining when he, you know, has his, has his albums and, you know, is a lot of, you know, more moody songs and, you know, but when he gives y'all shit you can really dance to, y'all don't be supporting it. And so y'all need to support Chris. He got a song with Tory Lanez and I don't know why, but y'all need to support him and listen to the music now. Um, he got a song with Fabio Foreign called Catch a Body. Um, another one with Lil Durk. Shout out to Lil Durk. He on everybody project, but like Lil Durk be killing these features low key, like actually high key. Um, I did hear the song Warm Embrace. It's called We um, in brackets, Warm Embrace. Um, I did like that one a lot. That was probably the one that I was like, oh, let me come back to this one. I said, I, I can listen to this one. Um, like I was saying, also Gibeon. Gibeon's out with the new album. Y'all gonna stop talking about his his mishap at the BET Awards. It was not his fault. That is a sound check issue. That is not his issue. Okay, leave that young man alone. Um, he's out with an album, give or take. <laughs> uh, no pun intended. Give me on give give or take. Ah, let's see what you did there. Um, support that as well. R and B is having its moment. Uh, a lot of people always talk about. Oh my gosh, there's no no one R and B. R and B is dead. No R and B is not dead. Shout out to Essence Fest. Had a great time at Essence Fest as well. Um, I was just there over this past weekend. My sister, Brittany Spencer, performed. She did a great job with Mickey Guyton. Um, I was there with 66 Poppy as well as TT and some of our friends. Shout out to Maine, Ryan, um, and everybody who joined us. Because Eve, shout out to Eve. Always looking out, always working too. Always getting to that bag. And we had a really good time. And we didn't even go to the festival. That is the craziest part. Like Essence Fest is a festival and you can literally go to Essence Fest and have a great time. The Auntie Con is what we called it. 
and have a great time without even having the need to go to the festival itself. Like, um, we have a group chat and, and Maine is talking in the group chat as we speak called The Dolls Attire. Um, and so Usher just was like, let's do a, um, a Usher voice note challenge. And I'm not about to do this voice note challenge with these girls. But um, that's all that I have this week. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Dee on the mic. Um, it's just me by myself. I'm missing my girls, TT and Gigi. Make sure y'all go get y'all backwards. We got a bunch of flavors of that bootylicious bubble gum. And, um, you know, as always, like, rate, tell a friend, tell a friend. Send in your hotels. Look, I'm pleading at this point. Like, y'all been real quiet. Y'all been having crazy summers. I know you have because it's been nice out. So give us a little something, something. Um, but it's, it's been my pleasure to rock with y'all and, and give y'all a little updates on what's happening in the news. Shout out to Biden for signing that executive order to have reproductive rights for our women. Okay. And Kamala Harris, it's nice to see you, sis. Okay. Until next time. Bye.